fried chicken is always a winner. Did you guys enjoy it tonight? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Thanks for rolling with the, the difference tonight and the punches. Uh, I'm going to try to abbreviate some of the story tonight just because the kids and the playground situation and you might have a little kid you're keeping track of. But if you're new with us tonight, normally we have something called Jesus Story or Story Time where because our community that hosts this and why we do what we do is centered on Jesus, we look at Jesus's life and realize the way that he loved his neighbors, which is our mission statement, is to eat with them. And so we eat a big meal together and we share a story from Jesus's life. So how many of y'all have been to the fair yet? Have you been to the, or before? How many of you want to go to the fair? You're getting there. Have you? <laughs> I, I went uh, the other day and it truly became the great Minnesota get together for me because I ran into like three or four people that I hadn't seen in a long time. Uh, so it felt like a little bit of a Minnesota reunion. And I ran into a roommate of mine that I hadn't really seen or hung out with for 10 years. And it, I just was like standing back. If you ever have those situations where like two eras of your life collide in one moment and we're sitting there and the last time we truly hung out with each other, we were, we were like playing video games or something like that. And now we're like standing at the state fair trying to keep track of our children who are doing laps around us. And as I was in that conversation, I was like, wow, there is a lot that has changed about our lives and about us in the last decade since we truly hung out to, with each other. I have a lot more gray hairs. I have a little bit more girth around my gut. And uh, I, I, usually call, I usually refer to this as uh, the trophy of a relaxed life that I've lived the last 10 years. And uh, a lot has changed, not just on the exterior of my life, but the interior too. And as I reflected on that, I thought, hey, am I who I thought I would become 10 years ago when me and this guy hung out? Am I, thought, am I who I thought I would become 10 years ago when I was hanging out with this guy? Which, of course, leads to the next question. Who do I want to become in the next decade? Who am I becoming? That's a really poignant question to answer, isn't it? Sometimes we fly through life and we don't really pay attention to that question. Who am I becoming? Well, the story we want to tell from Jesus' life, I think Jesus is indirectly asking this question. The question he's asking in this story is, follow me or will you follow me? But I think in that question, he's asking, who are you going to choose to become? So I want to read one of these stories where Jesus asks this question, will you follow me? And I want to ask, what is it like to follow Jesus? What is that invitation like? When people are asking, who am I becoming? How does Jesus change maybe their answer to that question? Or who do I want to become? So the story tonight, if you've got a phone with access to a Bible and you want to check it out, this is Luke chapter 5, uh, verses 27 through 32. And I'm going to read it as our story tonight. As a setup, Jesus has just started his public ministry. He just started to do miracles, just started to save people uh, and heal people. And he's kind of creating a little crowd. And in this chapter, he's starting to call people to follow him, to be his what's called disciples, learners and helpers along with him. And then there's this moment where he comes across this guy and asks him to follow him. 
So let's read this. And like I said, uh, we like to create a little space for a discussion. You don't have to participate in that discussion, but just be listening if something stands out to you or something kind of uh, grabs your attention in this story. It says, after this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at the tax booth. Follow me, Jesus said to him. And Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with him. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, who belonged to their sect, uh, complained to the disciples, the people hanging out with Jesus, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them like this. He said, is it not the healthy? It's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have come to call, I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinner to repentance. Now there might be a lot of words in there you don't recognize or a lot of people you don't recognize. Like you might not recognize who the Pharisees are. They were kind of the uber religious people of the day who held all the authority in the Jewish temple. And you might be like, uh, is, does this dude work for the IRS? Like, why is it a big deal that he's a tax collector? And in that time, that profession uh, was really frowned upon, and they were kind of ostracized from their community. And in the G- G- uh, Jewish community, it would have been so strange for a rabbi like Jesus or a spiritual leader to, first of all, have a conversation with a tax collector, but the aud- audacity of him inviting a tax collector collector to become someone who learns from him and is shaped by his teaching and his life would have totally shocked everyone. And certainly that's why these Pharisees were upset. And then I noticed that what this guy does in response is he throws a party, which I think is really fun in and of itself, but I think it's evidence in the way in which Jesus is choosing to shape the people who are following him. He creates a space of acceptance, a space where even a tax collector can be one who sets the table for what Jesus is doing. So I kind of want to bring the question that came to mind when I met uh, that guy I knew 10 years ago to this text. And I think in a way, Jesus comes to Levi and says, despite who you are right now, who are you becoming? And I love that question to follow Jesus because one of the things it tells me is no matter who I am right now, Jesus extends an opportunity to join him in becoming who we were created to be. So who we are right now doesn't need to define who we'll become 10 years from now. Now, uh, as I was looking at this uh, passage Uh, I got a smile on my face because I remember this is the very first Jesus story this community told. Five years ago, roughly, or four years ago, when we launched our church in that building right over there, I preached, and we did church really differently, but we told this same story. And it was in our heart and our vision to create tables like what Levi did on that day, where everyone, no matter who they felt they had become at the moment, had an opportunity to be around the table with Jesus and to become who Jesus intended them to be, and to see the dream of who he had created them to be come alive by being around his people and being in his presence around tables. So that's why we do what we do. That's why we're doing brunch on September 10th 
to create space for us to encounter the teaching of Jesus, to be around others who are doing that. Because I've learned a lot in my life, but one of the things I've learned is that I can't become who I desire to be or who God created me to be without a sense of belonging with others who are on a similar journey. And I want you to hear tonight that we are a community that's imperfect. (laughs) We don't get it right all the time, but we belong to each other and we're trying our best to set a table where we encounter Jesus together because we believe he is a good guide, a good leader, and a good God to follow to become who we were created to be. That's what I'm thinking about when I hear this story. I'm curious what you're thinking about. So I don't want to just talk at you the whole time. I want to create an opportunity to hear what you think. And so find three, four people around you, and we'd love to have a discussion around the tables and just ask the simple questions. What stood out to you, and what difference do you think this makes in your life? Maybe an interesting part of the passage stood out to you or something that I said. Give it about, uh, uh, we tried to just say, don't share for more than two minutes, just so everybody who has a chance, uh, everybody who wants to has a chance to share. And it's totally fine if you don't want to talk about it. If you just want to listen, that's a gift to others around you as well. We're glad you're here. I'll come back in a few minutes here and send us off with a blessing and encourage you to go pick up your kids from the playground if you brought some kids with you today. So a few minutes of chatting around the table, and then we'll close out our time together. Glad you were here.